Coming up on the Outside of Sunday podcast, we have part two of our chat with Soraya Smith. In this episode, Soraya shares about how body dysmorphic disorder led to body mutilation, how she deals with the disorder as a Christian, and how she hopes to help others struggling with BDD. Check it out in this episode of the Outside of Sunday podcast. Little side note, please be advised that this episode discusses drug use, self-harm, suicide and anorexia, so discretion is advised. Hey, you're listening to the Outside of Sunday podcast. Is your faith stuck on Sunday? Christianity was never meant to be constrained to a weekly church service. I'm Krista and I'm here to help and encourage you to live your faith outside of Sunday. So how do you battle it? And also, like, does your faith in Christ help you through your BDD because you were saying even um, you have like episodes of BDD so can you explain a little bit about that so I just call it an episode because I don't know what else to call Mm -hmm. it really I mean people I guess will call it a trigger whenever you want to want to say but I call it an episode because it does feel like you're having this this moment that you can't get out of you have Mm. to wait for it to kind of um, pass on yeah and sometimes it's really intense. Sometimes it's just, okay, this was only a little couple minutes, get myself okay. together, carry on with what I'm doing. Okay. But most of them last for days, unfortunately, or mm. it can last up for months. Like this, re- oh. the one that I'm currently kind of recouping from, I guess you could mm. say, has lasted like three months. Wow. Um, just really um, beating myself up, putting on makeup, putting on clothes, nothing looking right taking it off starting again and then just that it's it's a feeling of shame like no one makes you feel like that but you Mm -hmm. but you feel so embarrassed to be seen and you just feel so shameful like if I leave my room without makeup on right now I feel like I've done something wrong Mm. and I feel like I need to go and make it right I can't come Mm. out of my room until I've fixed whatever's wrong with me and that's just even just in your house this is in my house. This is around wow. my family and the people that I trust. And they've wow. never said or done anything to mm-hmm. reinforce this, you yeah. know, behavior. Yeah. Um, which is the thing that, you know, they're still trying to study is mm. where does this come from? Mm-hmm. And there are so many different theories, but there's no exact, aha, uh-huh, like yeah. this is how it's developed. And yeah. Mm. Um, but my psychologist explained to me, this is what's happening to your brain. And of course this happened when you were in your adolescence and there's just so many changes going so on. So much growth happening there. So yeah. much. So she said your, your brain has been wired to, to, to see things this way and mm-hmm. to react this way. And your mm-hmm. initial jerk reaction, knee-jerk reaction yeah. is to run away and hide and mm. um, wait for it to blow over. And obviously I wasn't diagnosed until my early 20s. Um and didn't start therapy until basically the damage had been done and yeah, yeah so I've, I've learned that doing the complete opposite of what you feel is the most effective tool but however yeah. that's it's so hard because obviously when I feel like staying in the house but my psychiatrist uh, sorry my psychologist is saying okay go outside go into the kitchen your brain is just Mm -hmm. so overwhelmed with, Mm -hmm. no, you've got to stay in. Like you can't let people see you. And then when you do make it out of the room, Mm -hmm. it's like dodge, 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 (laughs) like hide behind this door. Like it, and and it physically is draining too, Mm -hmm. because you're literally, I was talking about this with my sister last night, actually. Mm -hmm. And she was like, is it calculated? Like Mm -hmm. how you would describe this? I'm like, yeah, very calculated. Mm -hmm. You have to, plan every single thing like not just you know 
plan out what you're going to wear the next day. It's wear it, sit down and take photos of yourself so you know what wow. you look like when you're sitting down, so you know yeah. what you look like when you're standing up, when you're slouching over. Like take a yeah. video of yourself um, wow. while, you know, you're wearing your outfit so you know exactly how you look. Mm-hmm. And also got to do the same for your hair, got to do the same for your makeup, then mm-hmm. take it all off and then repeat the same tomorrow. But it's just... Wow. It, it, it kind of sounds a little bit also like um, OCD a little it, bit. They're very similar. Very similar. Yeah, okay. there's very similar traits. And also um, ADHD mm-hmm. is uh, linked to it as well, which I didn't realise until last year I had learnt that. Wow. Um, which I also have. <laughs> so when I was diagnosed with ADHD, Just going for the combo, I know. <laughs> when I was diagnosed with ADHD, it made me realize, okay, maybe body dysmorphic disorder isn't the the root of all of this. It could be um you know what the what's going on in my brain and the over the overstimulation and the overactive parts of my mm. brain that triggers ADHD mm. very much linked like the impulsivity yeah. impulsivity. Is that a word? I think it is. I'm dyslexic too, so wow. Impulsivity sounds fun and I like the way it sounds when it comes out. So let's just say it is. is. Impulsive behavior. Yeah. (laughs) Say that. Let's do that. And so to me, I was like, wow, there's so many similarities here. Like Mm -hmm. I wonder if this is also just a part of having ADHD. Mm. And so I've been going through therapy for ADHD, which I've noticed has helped with um, the tools on yeah. how I can cope with my body dysmorphia. So awesome. some days it's really easy to like mm-hmm. take on the challenge and go do the things that I don't normally do yes. and don't want to do. And then other days it's like, I can't do it, mm-hmm. but you do have to be patient with yourself. And yeah. And, and I suppose you've only been on this journey for how many years? Now? Well, I started the therapy. So I was diagnosed at 22 and mm-hmm. didn't start the therapy until last year. Wow. Which now I'm 27. Wow. <laughs> so it has been a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but dealing with this as a Christian, yes. Jesus is the only reason that has made me want to recover. Wow. He's the only reason why I'm still here. Mm-hmm. And because before, when, <laughs> when I was going through the, the eating disorder mm-hmm. and then um, the really like – and I hope this isn't too dark to say, no, but like um, I would even try to physically remove like what I thought was wrong with me, whether it was the tip of my nose or wow. I've got scars all over my body from trying to get freckles out of my skin. Like I was wow. that, it was that, it was the fixation was just on mm-hmm. another level. Mm-hmm. Um, and not having Jesus through those moments, I I just was there's what's the point in wanting to get better? Like what's yeah. the point in living and what's the point? But once I met Jesus and pursued him and also him being so relentless and like, yeah. I, I love you so much. I want you to see that and him mm. pursuing me. And mm-hmm. oh man, I was just so won over by his love. And then mm-hmm. I was like, okay, now I want to get better and I want yeah. to. And he's just been with me the whole time. Mm-hmm. And there have been things where I've seen God completely take over, mm-hmm. but then also challenges that he's like, actually you can do this Mm -hmm. I'll be with you but you Mm -hmm. need to walk this one out Mm. and how that's made me grow as a person and more importantly as as a follower in Christ I don't think I would have ever learnt and obviously I wouldn't have gone through had I not Mm -hmm. met Jesus and chosen to follow him Mm -hmm. so yeah and when you were saying like um there's times where you feel like he's just taking over Mm -hmm. 
um, I can relate to that on a very smaller kind of level in just like those moments when say I'm struggling with like parenting or something like that and I feel like why am I so patient right now when I should be actually like fuming (laughs) yeah why do I have this calmness about does that kind is it similar yeah I know that's yeah Yeah. totally I get it different Mm. situation but that same thing like patience Mm. is a huge thing that I've learned because I'm not a patient person actually Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm um very like oh, I just want to know this I don't want to yeah. go through the learning process so mm-hmm. I just wish this would be over already mm-hmm. but the patience of like and, and also trusting that there is actually value in the slow process yeah. and also it's taught me patience for other people mm-hmm. um and that's the thing that that surprises me the most of is like oh like I've been working on myself however it's mm-hmm. pouring out into how I view other people and how yeah. God views them like mm-hmm how he loves them too and mm. it's like this person may look like someone you don't really want to associate with mm. however Jesus loves them and yeah. Jesus is patient on in mm. them and he died for them too mm. and it's given me a lot of like just in all areas of life a lot of patience and, and grace where I never had before and that's, that's all because awesome. of Jesus yeah yeah oh that's so good he's so good <laughs> yeah so if there's someone listening today who maybe is already struggling yeah. with BDD or has maybe suspected that that's something that they're struggling with, what mm. would you recommend? What what steps would you recommend them to take? All I can say is um, on what I've experienced and what I've noticed has worked for me. I know everyone is different, but the biggest thing practically is to do the opposite of how you feel. Because mm. if, you know, if our brains have been wired and trained to see and do things, mm-hmm. um, to the point where it just becomes our way of life it can be undone you can Mm. reverse it by doing the opposite it's been proven Mm. so to be consistent in in that and also um just yeah just try like do your best and if there are days where you can't do it allow Mm. yourself that time to just yeah yeah. I think that's important too because sometimes we can beat ourselves up Mm. about a bad day absolutely it's like look I love the verse, you know, his mercies are new every yes. morning, you know, it's okay. Let's start again yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Um, something about like the neuropathways, I've heard it said like this mm-hmm. and let me know if this is accurate or just totally wrong, but it's like a river, you know, a river flowing in one direction. You mm. need to start getting that water to go in a different direction yes. and it's going to be hard work because you're going to have to start digging yes. like these new pathways to get that water to divert from the river that it's normally been mm. going to, to go in a different direction. Very is true. that kind of similar? Yeah, that's a really beautiful picture uh-huh. to explain that. Like oh. I'm a visual girl, like I love yeah. you know, analogies and metaphors then, but yeah. yeah, that's very true. Like Because the water will just keep going that ma- same it way it's been going that whole time yeah. until you start digging that new exactly way. it may be hard to dig uh-huh. you know this new mm-hmm. um like way for the river to go yeah. but it can be done mm, absolutely it can um and so that's like the advice that I would give to someone who's listening right now awesome. but also trust in God I know that is yeah. so cliche to say uh-huh. and I'm not one for cliches because back in the day I would just roll my eyes <laughs> <laughs> but walking it out now mm-hmm. I'm like it's so true yes. like Jesus didn't die on the cross for us to mm-hmm. live in bondage to anything. And also every single person, no matter what you look like it, mm-hmm. or what you perceive that yep. you look like, you're an er- image bearer yes. of God. And that is something that's just like mind blowing, amazing. And so no matter what you might think or perceive that you look like, yeah, you are the glory, you know, like we're, we're part true. of the glory of God, yeah. you know, we're, we are the pinnacle of his creation. I don't know if you wanted to share anything about this, but your social media stuff that you do, oh, yes. did you want to plug? We can, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so 
just for people listening, um, Soraya has a social media page, which is all about awareness for BDD because it's not really something that's yeah. talked about much. So yeah. could you just tell us about that? Yeah. So I started it initially just as for my closest friends and family to follow along because mm. exposure therapy, like I was saying, is you know yes. very um, important to overcoming it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, okay, maybe that's the step that I'll take, mm-hmm. um, but I'll just make it private to my friends and my family who mm-hmm. are you know, with me on this journey. But then I started getting um, a lot of encouragement from my family to be like, you should actually make this public. Mm. I made it public and it's only got about like 200 and mm-hmm. something followers. But the one-on-ones that I have in the in messages, it's like pen so pals cool. basically. Oh, I love it. And people, the common thing is that I've never met anyone who understands exactly what it's like. And I say the awesome. same thing to them. It's mm. like I'm like I've had someone reach out to me from hospital after their suicide attempt because of their battle with body dysmorphia for 20 years Wow! and and I'm like I you you don't know how much it means to me to talk to you even though you're in hospital Mm -hmm. but you don't know how much it means for me to talk to you because you get it yeah and it's just those little things that Mm -hmm. I feel so blessed to be a part of and like yes it's it's um a mental illness that's still un understudied and Mm -hmm. but um the awareness is growing which is cool because it's that it's that Mm -hmm. voice that gets people's attention yeah just feeling like you aren't alone and you're not crazy yeah there is someone who can actually understand yeah what you're going through so how do people what what is the name of the the page it's just called bdd diary (laughs) because it it was just uh it sounds really basic white girl but (laughs) 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 but it was just um like I said, it started out as just sharing my journey on my you know journey to recovery. And but there are some things that I've um, you know asked my psycho- uh, psychologist and, mm-hmm. and my psychiatrist because mm-hmm. I'm also um, on medication, to, you mm-hmm. know, partnering mm-hmm. that with my therapy. Um, mm-hmm. And they say things that I learn, and I'm like, I do this page. Is it okay? Can I quote you on this? And can I like write it? Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. Yeah, because cool. it, it is really you know cool, like and reassuring when you can back it up with actual cool. facts. Because awesome. Well, <laughs> yes, check it out, BDD Diary. Mm-hmm. If you're struggling with this or even if you just want to um just catch up with Soraya she's awesome I love her <laughs> I'm allowed to love her because she's my cousin exactly we're family yeah we're family but <laughs> one last thing I just want to ask and just this because we are called the outside of Sunday podcast uh-huh. is I'd just really love to hear like how you live your faith outside of Sunday like between church service yes. to church service what is it that you do just to like build your faith in between those days yeah do you know what's cool is like Ever like ever since meeting Jesus and just having this new like motivation for life and wanting to go out and do his work, it's literally the simplest tasks that I feel mm-hmm. like I'm worshiping God in, like mm-hmm. cleaning the house or <laughs> I feel being like out that in is nature. Worship. It yeah. is worship. And it's like teaching humility as well. Sometimes Absolutely. I'm like, you know what, I would love a cleaner, but then God's like this is teaching you humility, humility. So get over yourself. Well, no, Very say true. That, but you know, it is good. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You On continue. that vibe. No, <laughs> you continue. no. So it's literally just like, I've, I just feel God and the littlest things. And mm-hmm. I, obviously being in nature and traveling is like, mm-hmm. I feel so connected to God. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, man, look at what you've done, God. Like, yeah. and it's also just serving people, mm-hmm. um, by just, like I see, like cleaning the house. Like I live with my sister and mm-hmm. her family and, call it OCD whatever you want I like to clean but they they come home from a weekend away and they're like you didn't have to do this and I'm like no but I wanted to and Uh it's like serving others 
to me it's it's I feel like I'm serving God as well and mm-hmm. it could just be such a little thing but no that yeah. is so good because he served us exactly and it's, I think it's yeah it's a good thing yeah to do. yeah and of course awesome. there's you know devotions and and things but I, mm-hmm. I I love to be um outdoors mainly and mm-hmm. you know and that's where you feel most like you're directed to God like worship yeah there. yeah yeah very much so yeah I feel the same. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming here to sit with me and have a chat. And um, I'll just say goodbye to the <laughs> – let's cut <Yeah>. that out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll catch you next time. Yay. Okay, that was part two of our chat with Soraya Smith. If you would like to connect with Soraya, please check out her Instagram at BDD Diary. I'll put a link in the description. And if you are struggling with BDD or any other mental illness, I'd just really like to pray for you right now, if that's okay. Um, Lord, I know your heart breaks for people with mental illness. Lord, those who are near to you and Lord, even those who are far from you, Lord Jesus. But Lord Jesus, I just pray right now that you would draw these people to yourself, Lord Jesus. Lord, that you would hold them close Lord, I pray that they would come to know you, come to know your saving grace, Lord Jesus. Come to know the reality of the gospel, that Christ died for their sins. Lord, I thank you so much that you, Jesus Christ, you suffered for us. You are not indifferent to our suffering. You are familiar with it. So Lord, I just thank you that that we can cry out to you and know that you hear us. Lord, I don't know all the people who are listening. God, but you know each one of them individually and uniquely, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you love them, that you sent your son to die for them. And Lord, I pray that they would come to know saving faith in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Outside of Sunday podcast. I'll catch you next time. Congrats, you made it to the end of this episode of the Outside of Sunday podcast. Thanks for the support. Become an official outsider by liking and subscribing and leaving a five-star review. You can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. Just search Outside of Sunday podcast. And don't forget to let someone you know know about this podcast.